Welcome to It's Still Happening, the only podcast created to inspire and support women who are the first in their families to break generational patterns, raise the bar, and create the life you desire and deserve through ancestral healing. I'm your host, Ash Johns. I'm an author, guide, and creative. And what I know for sure is we all have generational debris and generational superpowers within us that impact who we are, how we show up, and the quality of our lives. It's my hope that you both clear and connect with yours, experience the transformation that naturally flows as a result, and step into your power and leadership as a creational woman modeling what's possible when we heal and grow from our roots. If you've always felt called to walk your own path in life and are ready to create a ripple effect in your world, you're in perfect company. And if you've been desiring to break barriers and know that the past, present, and future are always intertwined, you found this podcast in divine timing. This is your invitation to pull up a chair and get out your notebook as I teach lessons learned and insights emerging from walking my own path of freedom. I hope to inspire you to do the same. Let's get into today's episode. Oh my goodness, y'all. So first thing I want to point out is that this episode is number 36. And I happen to be 36 years old today. Well, it's like, it's not my birthday. I'm just saying like today I am 36. I'll also be 36 tomorrow. I also was 36 yesterday. Anyway, the point is, I just feel like that's like a magical little oomph. Like maybe it's an omen. Maybe it's like, you know, this episode is gonna be juicy. Um, I truly do believe that. I think every every episode is juicy because you guys get to experience Whatever the hell I'm talking about when I'm talking about it. Anyway, let's jump into it. (laughs) Talk about an intro to this episode. So you guys don't know this, but I kind of categorize each one of the recordings into different like categories, like themes. And this one, as well as quite a few of them have been around like initiating into womanhood. This one in particular is about life lessons. I call them life level ups or level ups in life. And yeah, some of the other ones have been obviously about ancestral healing and we'll have some more coming through for entrepreneurship. I know I've been hinting at that, but like, yeah, entrepreneurship is definitely like super duper on the way. So those of you who are entrepreneurs, particularly online entrepreneurs, healing entrepreneurs, creative entrepreneurs, helping entrepreneurs, this is going to be your jam. And if you're not that and you aspire to be, this is going to be your jam. And if you are not and you don't aspire to be, but you know someone who is, then it's going to be their jam and you're responsible. I'm I'm tasking you with sharing those episodes with those people when they come up, which is going to be starting next week. Okay, so next episode, we're going to get into some entrepreneurial things and I'm going to tell you a little bit why in today's episode. So welcome. Today is about level ups and life lessons. We're going to be looking at some lifestyle stuff, some perspective shift it's just some goodness. And it is 10.02 p.m. All right. So 22.02. I do live my life by military time, if you didn't know that about me. It's just something that lingered from my days of rowing crew, early mornings, having a military coach. Militarian? Yeah, that, I think that's right. But I'm I'm just in this nice cozy spot. I've got my tea. I don't even know what kind of tea this is because... <laughs> It was just like loose tea bags. We're, we're still unpacking. We're in our new place in um, North Carolina. 
if anyone's curious, it's actually Durham. Thought if I was going to tell people, but like, yeah, it's 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 the city town of Durham, which I'm just falling in love with every single day. And so because of that, I like some of my tea bags just spilled out and they're not labeled. So I don't know if this is like sleepy time tea. I don't know if it's chamomile, ginger, detox. I, it's not mint, but whatever it is, it's got me in a nice calm, chill, present vibe. And um, yeah, I invite you to join me, join me in this. So I've got a lot to talk about around this paradox of life. And if you've been around my neck of the woods for a while, you'll know that I talk in paradox. I talk at various levels of consciousness, of spiritual awareness, of embodied knowing. I talk from just a multi-disciplined, dimensioned um, perspective very often. And so sometimes I have to like shift which plane I am explaining something in. And so today we are definitely leaning into the paradox of life. I'm going to talk about it from a spiritual perspective. I'm going to talk about it from an experiential storytelling perspective because you know that's my jam. And ultimately it's another teaching on moving through transition. It's another illumination of how you can be embracing the cycles of change in your life. I feel that a lot of us, especially because we're coming into the summer energy or, you know, we're in summer energy, a lot of us are feeling brighter, more energized, we're getting some clarity, we're at least getting outside a little bit more and having fun if you're in the northern uh, hemisphere. And those of you who are in the southern hemisphere, because we've got quite a few people who are listening from Australia, shout out to you guys. Either way, the hibernation of winter is still giving you that energy of clarity, breakthrough on the edge, you know, still moving in your process. But I believe some transitions, some definite shifts are becoming, you know, clearer to us. And I spoke a little bit about that on an Instagram live that I hopped in on this past Sunday. So if you missed that, I might put up the replay. I can't remember if it was recorded or not. But it's a good reason to make sure you're following me on Instagram at Ash Inspires. It's also a really good reason to be on my email list because lately I have been giving like a 30 to 60 minute heads up when I feel called to pop on Instagram and do a live teaching or, you know, connecting community. I've been sending that email out. And so if you ever catch that email, you can make space, make time and join me live. So get on my email list if you're not. Most of you are. Follow me on Instagram if you're not. Most of you are. <laughs> and um, make sure you leave a review, a rating of this podcast. Some of you are. <laughs> if you've been enjoying hanging out with me every week and receiving what I am putting down. So with that in mind, we are entering the second half of the new year. And I know right when July hits, everyone's going to be like, oh my God, half the year is done. Look back at your resolutions. Pressure, pressure. What are you going to do? And that's not actually the vibe that I'm teaching from or I'm, I'm moving from. But I am moving from the truth that most of us are starting to crown. Most of us are starting to figure out if our new legs can walk. You know, we've got giraffe legs. We're like kind of, we got birth or we're being birthed into a new expression. We've had great change in our lives and we're trying to just like feel into that and see if we can be more confident in it and try on the new clothes and check out the new size and, you know, all of these things. And so as we're moving into that second year energy, 
I'm really feeling the call for us not to look at what you said you were going to do at the beginning of the year. Because to me, the Gregorian calendar of January 1st just isn't true. To me, I use January 1st as a precursor, as a warm-up, as a hint of what I've been planting and resting into in winter to then be declared come spring equinox, come you know, March time. And so we saw that, particularly with 2023. If you guys notice, we go back to the beginning of the year. All of us were kind of quiet at the beginning of the year. Everyone was like, new year, who cares? Like, I'm just going to relax. I'm going to take care of myself. I want to move slowly. And we felt that surgence even astrologically when we really felt the new year click in well into March, right? So this isn't about we're halfway through. This is more we're all getting birth. What has moved through you and shifted you in these last six months, in this last three months, that you can now understand, grasp, own, and you're being called to um, become more conscious with, become more honorable with, to move with more authority in, to practice the new outfit, right? To try walking in it in the world, not as a question, but as a knowing. I really, really, really feel that. So by the time you guys listen to this episode, we would have already crossed that threshold. So I encourage you just to kind of sit back and feel into what is your path in life? What is your life urging, asking, begging, inching you, like nudging you into that you get to try on for size um, and eventually get very comfortable in, right? Hello, lovely. I hope you're enjoying this episode of It's Still Happening podcast. I want to pop in just a short moment to actually share with you that I have an invitation. If listening to this episode so far has helped you realize you need to be in a space to be nourished and nurtured, have fun and play, relax and explore, and essentially open up to the magic that you are and that your life is, I want to extend an invitation and invite you to the Elevating Woman Retreat. It is happening this year, 2023, August 31st through September 3rd in beautiful Baja, California, sir, with myself and 14 other amazing women. I believe one of those spots is yours. If you're feeling the burnout of being a mom, or if you feel that you have not nurtured yourself in the way that you most need to step into the life and destiny that you deserve and desire, and this is definitely the place for you. This retreat is designed to call you into your power, let you see yourself differently, shift your identity, and hold you in the highest regard so that you can return to life as a full, whole, powerful, creational woman. Check out the information in the show notes, and if you have questions or want to talk about what this retreat can do for you and what to expect, reach out directly to me. I'd be happy to have a conversation. And whether or not you're ready for the retreat, I know you're probably interested in exploring ancestral healing, accessing and healing the mother wound within your lineage and your life. And you can do that in a guided experience I have already prepared for you inside of my intermediate bundle, Healing Your Ancestral Lineage, Becoming a Generational Pattern Breaker. In it, I guide you through what it's like to access the mothers in your maternal lineage, identify and heal your mother wound, and also start to feel the blessings and support of all the women in your lineage, as I've talked about in this episode. Check out the link to access that bundle at a beautiful price in the show notes. 
I hope you enjoy the rest of this episode. So we've been talking about this inside of presence in the process, which I'll mention a little bit more later on in this episode. And that's the reason why I wanted to talk about it here. But I also want to share with you guys that I just finished a seven day fast. All right. And again, if you've been around my parts, you know that I love doing fasting and I do various kinds of fasts, not for weight loss, like never for weight loss. In fact, anytime I've lost weight on a fast, I've just gained it back. So it's not for that. It's always for spiritual growth. It's always for clarity. It's always for an energetic shift. It's always to go deep inside of myself and you know, reflect and be introspective and to clear out stuff and just honor the place that I'm in. So I just did that. And for the first time, this is actually one of the lessons I want to share with you today. For the first time going into this fast, I decided for it to not be an extreme fast. Okay, so in the past, I have done full seven days, no food, only water, um, even longer than that. I have done water fast where I went to remote villages in Indonesia and Bali and drank spring water that I fetch for myself. No internet, no cell phone, just nature, spring water, prayer, meditation, journaling. I was allowed to have like a physical massage to help move some of the toxins out of my body. Obviously that you had to do like an enema and all these things to help it along and only bathing in natural water that came from the ocean. I've also done just like, you know, no hard foods, just soft foods. I've done the Daniel fast. I've done just fruits and vegetables. I've done three days of raw fruits and vegetables, three days water, and then three days fruits and vegetables, all raw, right? So there's various variations of a fast that I've done all through the years, but this one felt very unique and it's my first time doing this one in this way. So I'll tell you what I did. For seven days, Monday to Monday, well, I guess it was Monday to Sunday because on the following Monday I broke the fast, which was two days ago. I eliminated all social media consumption like all of it. I was allowed to post on social, right? And to give it like schedule stuff and and let it come out into the world and to write. I was allowed to obviously go live, but I did not allow myself to consume. So there was no scrolling, there was no checking my feed, there was no going to people's profiles that I like and I'm staying in contact with. There was no absorbing any information from other people. And not only was that a social media thing, it was also an email thing. Like if it was not specifically like, like I had to deal with it, I did not answer any emails. I let support do that for me. If I was like signed up and this actually happened, I signed up for like a webinar or an event. I did not go to them. <laughs> One of them I tried to cheat and I'm not gonna lie. I went to it and I didn't even last five minutes. My whole spirit was like, absolutely not. Like honor what you said. There's a replay, you can catch it later. If not, doesn't matter. So I eliminated consuming any advice, any teaching, like even from my elders or mentors, like none, no support. The only advice or like wisdom support I did allow myself to receive was from obviously my family, my um, my fiance, and one of my great friends who we speak every single day as a part of our accountability. These things are sacred and and are okay right? So it was eliminating of consumption. I eliminated um, no alcohol, so no wine. And I had bought like two new nice bottles of wine. And I was just looking at them like, oh my God. So no wine, 
no social media, no consumption of advice, no sweets, no like cookies, no ice cream, which ice cream is like my y'all. If you ever want to get me a gift, if you ever want to take me out, ice cream is my favorite. It's my favorite dessert. I love vanillas. I love French vanilla. I love, I love all kinds of vanilla bean. Like I love vanilla ice cream. I think there was a study somewhere that said that people who love vanilla ice cream are the most spiritual and most creative. <laughs> and if that's true, I think it's true because it's true for me. So no ice cream, no sweets. And then let me see, what else? Was there anything else that I denied myself? Oh yeah, oh gosh, how could I ever forget this? I had no coffee, no lattes. And um, I've been only doing decaf coffee and decaf lattes for quite some time. Um, it's helping with healing my adrenal glands. It's helping with my digestion. And just energetically as I move through different levels of consciousness and I start like my lifestyle has changed in so many great ways. I just feel that I don't need the caffeine, which I never did. I never drank coffee for caffeine. I, I like the taste of it. I like the ritual of it. I like the sweet, you know, milky, bold, the aroma, like the the combination of coffee and incense has always been very soothing for me. So um, I eliminated my decaf lattes. I love honey lavender decaf lattes. So I did not do those. And I also eliminated complaining or talking about anything that I actually do not want in my life, right? So that took a lot of awareness and consciousness. So um, I don't know if you guys do fast, but I highly recommend it. I think that it doesn't always have to be food. It could be anything that you go to for emotional reprieve, anything that's a distraction, anything that's like your vice that your system is going to have a response to is enough detox. Like I detox from sex. <laughs> I've detoxed from many different things, listening to music, signing up for things, seeing a lot of people that had meaningless conversations. Like you can do a lot of different kind of detox. But this one was very special because I found it to be quite easeful, you know? And I think in the past, I've always looked for a fast to be, you know, strenuous and tough and give a real shock to my system. But I actually felt my nervous system, my energy system feel very at ease with doing this and start to move into clearing and replenishing and becoming more vibrant much faster like so fast. And so if you've been feeling that potentially as you're clearing out and stepping into this next expression of yourself or whatever your path in life is asking you as we move into this quote unquote second half of the year, which is really just the second quarter of the year, if the year only started with the spring equinox, but whatever. I encourage you to consider detoxing, to consider a clean out, to consider fasting, because even with this move, what's been taking the the unpacking process like a long time, which honestly is not a long time, it's only been two weeks here, but it feels long for me, is that I'm also detoxing our home. Like I'm like, I don't need this. I didn't use this. I don't want this. This doesn't represent me. So much so that I'm like, where are my clothes? Like I got rid of so many clothes that I'm like, oh, I need to actually do like a wardrobe. Like I need to get a stylus and get new clothes because I've just been tossing out a lot of things. So here's permission. I know sometimes we think of summer as the time to get out and about and to do more things and to be more social and to fill up your calendar. But for some reason, 2023 to me feels very different than other years. It's like not status quo. It is not going with the normal seasons. It feels like 
and I get this might be with the Jupiter and Taurus situation, but it feels like such an important year to take our time and our process of leveling up, not to gain quickly, but to truly do that fine tooth comb cleaning out, organizing, restructuring, and setting ourselves up for what's to come in 2024, 2025, and beyond. So if you feel called to do a detox, I highly recommend that you do so. I've thoroughly enjoyed mine and it's great to be here. So whenever I do a fast, I guess this is more about fasting, but I'm going to tell you guys what I learned in just two seconds. I also love to say what I'm fasting for, like what's my intention. And one of the intentions I always put when I fast is just for God, universe, spirit, higher self to reveal anything else that I need to know. Like I always include that clause because oftentimes similar when we sign up with a coach or a mentor or a program we go in with our own specific intentions which there's nothing wrong with that but it can't be so rigid of this kind of outcome that we don't get what we actually need like sometimes our minds knows what we need and what we want but it's trying to control the experience or how we get there that we miss receiving what we truly want so i often just show up with my own intentions which i had about seven of them that I wrote down personally, which I won't share those here. And then my eighth one was like, whatever I actually do need, like show it to me. And I think that's another reason why this particular fast was so easeful because it wasn't these like effort and I'm doing this to get something. I was like, I'm putting, I'm clearing myself out energetically. I'm putting a stronger, clearer channel or signal out to the universe for what I desire to come towards me. And also hey, now that I'm a clearer channel, God, universe, angels, ancestors, higher self, bring to me what y'all know is most supportive for this incarnation of my life and where I'm at in my journey. And I trust me and us to collaborate in that experience, right? And then the third thing I did in preparation for this fast was to, beyond like telling everybody that I'm close to that I'm doing it so they would like not send me Instagram posts and all these things, but I also got clear about what I was committing to do every single day. So I think y'all know this about me. I am very much so into rituals, into ceremony and practice and not to be elaborate about it. I'm actually very casual with it, but at all times I'm speaking to spirit. At all times I'm giving like prayers. At all times I'm giving reverence to myself and my existence. And so I just was really clear about doubling down on like my prayer my worship, my meditation, reading sacred texts, um, taking my salt baths, which I didn't take as many as I thought I would. I thought it would be one or two a day and it ended up being like three <laughs> over the whole week. But I believe that that's also having moved to a new location. I've already shed so much off of my energy and physical body that it was more about me being in nature. I spent a lot of time in the sun. I spent a lot of time just sitting in grass. I spent a lot of time just walking around town and being with Ziggy and observing people just to get that energy of cleansing and movement in my experience. So yeah, I would love to know if you are interested in doing a fast and what that fast might be or even how my share of my fast has inspired you definitely hit me up on social. Let me know. I'd love to see it. Okay, so here are some things that I learned about the fast. Obviously, number one, the paradox of I don't actually need to do extreme things to receive a clearing in my fast. Like, again, I think from a background of being Christian, 
a background of even, you know, doing so many different ceremonies and being initiated and trained into so many different sacred indigenous cultural practices, it is like strenuous you know i've stayed up all night working with spirits or like talking to people or lighting candles and in meditation or out in the woods like i've done things like that and so those things tend to be very mentally emotionally and physically and energetically taxing on the system for a change and it was really nice to realize i can experience great transformation in the most easeful way right and that is paradoxical you know, there's a time and a place to put in that heavy effort and really like be on your knees in pain. And there's a time where it can be very soft and move mountains. That's number one. Number two is that, <laughs> and I've talked a little bit about this already. We'll get to some new ones in a moment. That this summer, the vibes are just different. I am thinking right now this summer about next summer. I'm thinking right now this summer about how I want my fall and my winter, the next two seasons to go. And so when we go into like fasting or we are honoring a transition that we're in and we're working through embodiment and like, what's my action steps? What's the true insight? What's the new operating system I'm moving from or moving into, moving from and moving into? Um, it usually calls us to be very present, like in the present moment. And that's true. But for some reason, this fast, fast forwarded me 365 days. And it was like, I want you to live from this experience, your everyday presence, every day that you're walking in this process on your path at this pace is about next year. And that was such a strong conviction because I tend to be very present. You know, I don't do a lot of forecasting. I feel into everything and I live off of the moment. And, you know, it's grounded, but it's very much so what feels rightful right now in the bigger picture where it's giving me that perfect in-between of like, life is gonna be very different by next summer. So what you do this summer, what you do this fall and what you're ready to do in winter means so much. So I've been thinking about how I want to unplug in this winter in preparation for next spring and next summer, which means that if I do the foundations that are needing to be done in this transformation this summer and really wrap them up come early fall, I'll have so much spaciousness. So the paradox here is like, actually, this summer is about work play. It's not just about playing. It's not just about frolicking. It's not about just ice cream cones and gelato in Europe. <laughs> it's actually about some hard work. It's making up, not even making up, but I guess that's one way of looking at it. It's making up for the downtime that I had for sure the back end of last summer into the fall and into the winter when I was on sabbatical, right? So it feels counterintuitive, but it's actually very, very forward moving and easeful. And yeah, it feels great. Like I'm actually very, very excited for these next couple of weeks. So hang on because um, I'm going to tell you what's coming up in the next couple of weeks. The takeaway here is that there's a huge theme of if you let go, you're going to gain so much more. I really feel that coming through. If I let go from the normal programming of this time of year, if I let go of any of the previous programming and really step into what my path and purpose and process is asking of me right now, 
if you do that right now, talking to you, (laughs) you're going to gain so much more relatively quickly and be so grateful that you quote unquote made the sacrifice. But even that, I don't think it's a sacrifice to be doing what your life is calling you to do and knowing that it's always going to work in your favor. Another one is something that I've been preaching a long ass time. So you've heard me do this. I've used this as a tagline, but it is all about going back in order to move forward. And I dance with this because there's times where we don't need to look back. We actually need to be looking forward and let go of the past. There's times we need to go back and we need to get the best things of the past. We can apply it forward. There's times we need to go back and heal and release the past in order to move forward, right? And not carry it forward. There's so many different expressions of this on the different planes and dimensions. But for right now, it truly is about this 180. I talked about this a bit in my IG live of this like feeling of spiralic living where you might think that you're doing a 360 and you're in the same spot, but really you did a 180 and you're revisiting and reclaiming things that are good for you from your past. And for me, that's showing up with the entrepreneurship work. Like I'm working on revamping the Ashley Johns brand. There's a bunch of things that I've got and offerings for you guys that is just so beautiful and I'm so excited and grateful for. And at the same time, we've got a whole nother, two other businesses that are starting that are more local based, that have been, um, one has been a family dream for a long time and the other one has been a personal dream for a very long time. And again, it's going back to things that I dreamed about a long time ago and didn't ever have the space or didn't center it or it wasn't right timing or I didn't believe in myself, whatever. And it's time to do it now. So I'm remembering things that I said. I am going back and reclaiming stuff that I've dropped on my path that wants to be part of my journey right now. And this one's really important because what I find is that when we see ourselves, quote unquote, repeating, we see it as bad. And that's not always true. And in my work, I've talked about repeating patterns in a negative way because that was the context in which we were doing the work. And right now, we still do that work, right? The clearing of repeating negative limiting patterns. And then there's the truth of a repeating pattern that is a thorough line of life to you, it's a thorough line of love, it's a thorough line of who you truly are that needs to be reintegrated and amplified. And I feel that big time right now, like my creativity, my interest in beauty, my interest in in interior design, my interest in travel, like those are things that are 100%, it's been in my body, in my brain, in my being since I was a little girl and need to be dialed up. So there's a going back in order to move forward. And the other one I want to highlight here is the paradox of not caring in order to receive love, like letting go, realizing you are love, and then that's when you actually get the love and the recognition. And it's so interesting, y'all, like even in the context of my work, I feel like when I'm not promoting stuff, that's when you guys are like randomly signing up for things or finding old links or tagging me and being like, I bought this six months ago or longer, but I'm just now getting to it. And oh my God, it's so on the right time. Like I had that happen. I had someone this past week who tagged me in some things and it was like ancestral healing work that I was doing and recorded and teaching about in 2018, 2019, 2020. They signed up for it. They got the whole bundle package and was like doing the work. And I was like, how cool is it that I'm not caring about that work right now. Like the expression of the work has evolved. I'm in a different place and it's still great work 
reaching people in the way that they need to be reached. People are appreciating it when I'm not even thinking about it. I, I like that. Like, that's pretty awesome. I believe that right now in the coaching industry, in the healing world, in the online business space, everyone is like, if you don't tell people, they won't find it. And don't get me wrong, there's a truth to being visible. There's a truth of showing up. There's a truth of people feeling your vibration and understanding who you are, right? Which I'm in a cycle of that right now. And then there's a truth that whoever's looking for, they're gonna Google it and they're gonna come across you, right? In some way, shape or form at some point in time. And so we don't have to control and effort and grasp and push to be seen or to be recognized or to you know be appreciated whether we're talking about that in the context of business or we're talking about that in the context of an intimate relationship or anything else, you know? So to release some things and do it out of just pure love and like release it in a way where it's not that you don't care about it, but you're not grasping at it. So maybe it's not not caring to receive love, but you're just doing it because you want to do it. You're being. And then next thing you know, people are praising, people are appreciating, people are coming forth. Like, it's just one of those paradoxical teachings, those uh, spiritual laws of truth that is so hard for us to continually trust. Like I think it's a lesson that just keeps lessening. <laughs> we keep getting opportunities to embody this over and over and over again. And um, you know, the way that people talk about this is like, if it's meant to be, just let it go and it comes. And I'm like, yeah, sometimes that's true. And sometimes you also need to show up for what you really want. Anyway, let me not teach all the versions of the paradox. I'm just saying this one is deeply resonating. And if you're one of the people who, you know, have come across this podcast out of nowhere and we're just getting to know each other, you're feeling into my field, I'm delivering, you know, into yours. Amen, right on, high five, right? Okay, so the key to all of these, I believe, is to let go of the outcome, you know? I was not thinking about the outcome of getting like a word from God Almighty about anything in my life when I did the fast. I just was like, I'm going to do this easeful fast. It's still meaningful because I love all these things. They're things that I spend a lot of time and energy and give a lot of my my love and attention to. So to release them and to see what I'm going to receive is beautiful. To say, you know, I'm going to focus this summer and I know something great is going to happen by next year, but I'm not sure what that's going to happen. I don't know exactly what's going to happen next year. I just know that I feel called to do this work in the way that I'm doing it right now and into fall and we're going to see what happens, right? There is something about being, I don't want to use the word obedient, but just following your call to show up in your path a certain way even though you know what you desire, but you don't know what the outcome is. Like, dare I say it's even fun? Like I'm actually having fun in life. The energy of the heaviness of being in transition and the dissolving and the, I feel like I'm coming into form. And I think it's not just me. I think this is a lot of us, you know? So this is what we've been talking about. And I've been guiding the ladies and they've been, you know, exploring and getting their own insights inside of presence in the process. I realize a lot of this chapter I've been in and, and out of like developing and sharpening my faith. Like I think the whole thing has been about really tuning in and evolving my faith and not faith again to get something, but just 
faith, the experience, the expression, the relationship with faith and trust. And a lot of times when we say faith and trust, again, it's to get something or it's trust with the evidence of, and I'm just saying just the relationship of being in the faith and the trust and see what happens. It's it's like purifying it. It's It's simplifying it. It's bringing it back to just the essence of those two words and what they mean. And I would also say that we've been talking about inside of presence in the process is how this is character development and character development as a human, character development as a woman, character development in the evolution of my values and the expression of it, like it's completely life-changing. So if you are still in a process and if you are ready to stop floundering about in your process, waiting for it to be over and want to come into an intimate experience, presence in the process is still here for you to sign up. All right. Ultimately, when you surrender to your process, you'll know when it's time to take inspired aligned action and inspired aligned action that is easeful and it's fun as I was just describing. And to me, like lots of that is happening right now. I feel so refreshed. I feel crystal clear. I feel the next expression of my life and my businesses. I'm in love with my fiance. I'm in love with our lives. And it's not because everything is booming and like wild. It just feels like a reinvigoration, a recommitment, a realignment, you know? But it's only when we allow ourselves to dive into the process, to go into the depths of the psyche, the depths of the underworld, that we get those keys, those gems, right? And we get to come up and show them to the world. So with that in mind, I'm happy to share with you guys what's coming up these next few weeks now that I'm out of the fast, now that we've got the quote unquote second half of the year coming up. I'm so excited about this. We are, and we have been working on this, to be honest with you guys, since like October. So this isn't new stuff. It's like just new that I'm ready to talk about it and to share it and to make it available. But we have been revamping all of my offerings to date. I've been taking inventory of them, evaluating them, analyzing them, seeing what needs to be just like thrown away, archived, never shown to a human ever again, what things can be rebundled, what things need to be refreshed, what new insights and inspiration I have that need to be added into the program or the course in order for it to be more complete. And so I am calling this All Access Ash, all right? All Access Ash is where you're going to be able to purchase an All Access Pass (laughs) to have all access to me as I recreate, or not even recreate, I would say revamp and add to all of my programs. And if you don't know all the programs I've created, you can definitely head to ashleyjohns.com backslash all dash offerings. If you go to ashleyjohns.com backslash all dash offerings, Um, You can see all of the offerings and there's even more than what's on here, but I'm going to be taking my time going through each one of these and updating them with new videos, new teachings, new worksheets, new meditations, and really just adding on to what was already there. You know how sometimes you create something with the consciousness you have in the moment that you create it. And when you go back and look at it, you're like, oh my goodness, this is so good. It's so dead on. I'm so glad people are still finding it and signing up for it evergreen and in the universe, in this world. And if I could go back, which I can, I would add this and I would talk about this and I would include this 
And guess what? We have a podcast episode about that. So that's exactly what I'm going to be doing over this summer. We've already reorganized everything and now I get to record all that fresh new content and I would love to do it with you. I would love to do it with you because not only is it gonna enrich the experience, but you're gonna get to ask the questions that you most need relating to that particular program. And it just makes it so much more fun. Like I don't wanna be recording these solo. I want us to add to it, enhance it, talk about it, and you get all the things that you want and need. And we also get to come together in community. So All Access Ash is coming up. It's at a sweet, sweet, dope price if you're purchasing the entire All Access Ash. And if that's not accessible to you right now, don't worry because every single one of these programs are gonna go through their own marketing and sales cycle so you can buy each program at a time. But the idea about All Access Ash is you're in for the ride. You're like, oh my gosh, I get to have access to Ash updating all of these things. I wanna do that and I wanna see how she works, right? So it's not even just, being able to come to those calls and experiencing the new content that's being added to the programs. It's also seeing the behind the scenes of how I work, right? A lot of people have questions about how'd you do your automations and what email and how do you design stuff and how'd you get your ideas and how do you organize and what are your notes and what's your work schedule look like and how many hours do you use? Like you're going to see all of that. So you're going to get access to my actual working calendar we're going to come in. I'm going to share my my actual screen. You're going to see the behind the scenes and also get to experience receiving the teachings, which is going to be so much fun. I've never done that before, but I just feel deeply inspired. And again, this entrepreneurial energy is just coming through so clear. And I know a lot of you are questioning how you want to move your business forward, how you're being called to serve. What does it look like? What's sustainable? And I just want to share some of the things that I've learned and how I work in case it inspires and supports you on your journey. So that's that. The second option you have to join me this summer is called Summer of Shift. You can join me in community as we create our summer projects and our summer play. So the idea behind Summer of Shift is that this is us learning how to actually work and play together right? It's projects, it's outdoor, it's meaningful, it's the work that we do this summer is going to pay off the next year, right? For the entire year coming, the next 365 days. Not that we have to wait until next summer to enjoy it, but like what we're doing now, how we play now, how we adjust our relationship to work, what we choose to create from a foundational perspective should be fun, And so we're gonna kick this off with a beautiful masterclass literally called Shift Your Shit. (laughs) The idea here is that we get to shift your perspective and see where you're at in your relationship to work, in your relationship to your genius, in relationship to your message, right? And then afterwards, you can join me for just, you know, a small community, accountability, fun, intimate group to hang out and share what you're gonna be playing with this summer. So details about both of these offerings, if you want to join one or both, is in the show notes. I'm very excited. Both of these will take us up until the Elevating Woman Retreat, which by the way, we have seven spots still available. So you can jump in on the retreat if you feel called, which I know that you do. I'm seeing all of you who keep checking out the sales page and all the information. So reach out if you have questions about 
All Access Ash, if you have questions about Summer of Shift, if you are questioning how you can make the Elevating Woman Retreat work for you, which is all-inclusive, by the way, don't be a stranger. You guys get first dibs to all of these things. And of course, everything is in the show notes. So wrapping up this episode, I want to encourage you to take inventory over the last three to six months of your life to trust yourself in embodying, stepping into, showing up as what your path in life is asking you to evolve into, right? And if you want to join me as I do that live and in living color as the incredible human that I am, modeling all the possibilities as I walk my path in life, you've got these options to explore. Whatever you do, I hope and pray and urge you to do it with both courage and compassion for yourself. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you so much. I'm sending you lots of love wherever you are, and I'll see y'all next week. That's a wrap for this episode of It's Still Happening. Thank you for listening in and being a part of my journey. It means so much to me. Here's what's next. I'd love to know what you got out of this episode, so leave a review about it before you go. And afterwards, make sure that you rate, subscribe if you aren't already, and share this podcast on social media. You can find me on Instagram at Ash Inspires. And if you'd like to connect on a deeper level, check out my website and hop on my email list. All the links you need are in the show notes. Until next time, may you continue walking your unique path of freedom with conviction, courage, and compassion. I'm sending you love wherever you are.